but it's great to have you man thank you so much for taking the time here yeah no thank you for having me oh man so there, there's so much i want to talk about with you and i really want to get to this game as well because one of the things that i've been doing um with pablo lopez uh, aaron savali jameson tyone is really talking pitch by pitch and really getting in your head of what it's like actually on the mound and the decisions that you're making the adjustments all of that stuff um it's my favorite part of the game uh, and I get to vicariously live through you guys after realizing as a D3 pitcher, I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to actually make this. Uh, but uh, before we get to that, I kind of want to hear about your development a bit. I mean, last year you were with the Rangers. Um, you had some moments in the majors, and then um, I've come back from your, I want to say really like your first and a half Tommy John. Yeah. Because, right. Can you actually give us a little bit more clarity about really what that process was like for you? Yeah, so I mean, I came into with the Tommy Johns. I came into spring training. Um, so it was spring training of 2018. I just put on a decent amount of weight. Um, some not the best weight, but you know, I, I got to spring training. We were kind of getting it going into games, and um, there was a day where I'd like stone a bullpen. I was like something like a something's not right, you know, like arms barking go out to the game and I'm throwing like 85, like yeah. everything I had. Oh, and man. then so blew out or called the trainer out there, you know, ended up getting MRI, um, got Tommy John. And then May of 19, I'm two days away from being in a back into like full go game. Like I've gone through all my stuff and my arm just feels weird. Like it's not, it's not as weird as the first time, but it's still mm-hmm. like just a weird feeling like something wasn't right. And so I kind of yeah. had a touch and feel that day. I threw like six pitches, barely made it to home plate. And so I like stopped, you know, talked to the medical staff and I was just like, you know, Hey, something's not right. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Got an MRI partially tore it again. And, you know, we had the decision to do like the, some guys do it where they like don't pick up a baseball for six to eight weeks or whatever. And then they try mm-hmm. to go through, but I sat down with uh, doc and I was like, I need you to tell me whichever one I go with, whether it's, you know, going through surgery again, I know it's a longer process of coming back, but I just want to be done. Yeah. Whenever right. this process is done, if it happens to take a little longer, that's fine. I just want to be done. I want to be able to, you know, yeah. play baseball again. So, and then, yeah, I mean, went back through it. COVID happened and then. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. so that was like three years of pretty much just, nope, sitting around waiting yeah. for this to happen. Yeah. Unbelievable. And it must have felt so, so rewarding. I mean, coming into the majors and uh, you're at 92, if I remember correctly, with the Rangers a bit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's 96, pushing 100 even in this game we're going to see. Um, obviously getting involved with Tread help with that, but. I mean, was it was it like 96 before the Tommy Johns? Was this the first time of you kind of hinting the extra velocity uh, again? I mean, so every year in spring training, I would like come in and, you know, I'd bump off 95, 96. But then once sure. the season got kind of kicked off, you know, I might have I might have one start at the beginning of the season where I bump a 96 or something. And then it kind of settle into the 90, 93, 90, 94 range. Right. Um, and then. So actually I had a, one of my good friends that went to high school with, um, he's in pro ball with the twins. Actually, he's made his debut. We made our debuts same year. Um, oh, is that right? That. So cool. play catch all off season together, but he had started tread at the end of the, of 22 season. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like watching him do his workouts and I was like, all right, like I like it. I'm going to call tread, you know, just kind of sit down and pick their brains. Like I wasn't fully bought in. So we had a, I don't know, 30, 45 minute phone call. And I liked what I heard. I liked how they went about it. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. And, and my goal was, wasn't to like gain so much velocity. It was to maintain the touching the 95, 96 right. for the whole season. It just happened to turn into where 96 was, you know, a little easier to come by last year, I guess you could say. Yeah. And how does, I mean, how does that feel? Like, uh, you, you feel normal at 92 or so, right. And then yeah. you feel normal at 96 or do you feel like it's you pushing it more, but then being able to sustain that push? I don't, I mean, I feel like it's, you know, like when I would reach back for 94, when I, my average was 92 is the same that I am right now. Like it's, it's, yeah. I'm not trying to like overdo myself. It's just my body's moving a little better. I have some things that are moving a little more efficiently. So it's, you know, it's coming out a little better. It's not that I feel like I'm putting in any more effort than I was prior. Yeah. That, that's awesome, man. And, uh, and so here you are, you're, uh, you're, you're with the Rangers. You're fine. I actually remember, correct me if I'm wrong in the spring of, uh, 2023, there was some talk of maybe, okay, is he going to be a starter? Is he going to, you know, yeah. is Cole going to really step into that? I actually remember the first real look I got at you was, um, again, was in April. You had this four inning start where you were sitting upstairs with four seamers at 96. And I remember thinking, wait a second, I could have sworn it was 92 last year. And you did that not just for like, a, you know, 10 pitchers or something. You actually sustained that. And uh, was there this feeling in Texas that like, give me that chance. Like, let me please get that five inning, six inning outing. And it just kind of never ar- arose for you. Or was it like, no, you know what? I, it's a cool, it's cool. I'll, I'll stick to the reliever stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I, so went into spring training, you know, Texas had spent some money on some unbelievable starters, obviously. And so it was more so just wherever they needed me, I was more than happy to, you know, adjust to whatever that be, whether it's, you know, bullpen or, you know, starting, but, you know, I might be a spot start guy or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So we go into spring training and I had a couple starts and then I had a couple like out of the pin outing. So it was kind of a mixture of both and didn't really know what the plan was. Right. Um, just tried to like go along with it and adjust, ask questions, you know, that kind of stuff. We get into season, you know, I get told I made opening day as a reliever. Um, Must've been a great feeling. But yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was, <laughs> you know, and I, and I, the, obviously as the season, as the days go on, you get to know the the new guys more and more. And it's like that, that clubhouse is incredible. I mean, hmm. the group of guys that was over there last year is second to none. It's there, you know, it, it was fun. It was, you know, relieving was different, but it was like, you know, we had some guys in the bullpen that I was good friends with and um, pick their brains. And then even the starters like uh, Evaldi, you know, I'd pick his brain about certain things. I mean, sure. watching him, obviously you saw the success that he had last year and that he's had over his career. I mean, He's an absolute animal in the playoffs and it's, you know, it's a, it's, he's an unbelievable guy. So it's, it's fun to, you know, pick his brain about, you know, what he's seen, what he's learned, how he goes about certain things. So it's just more so enjoying, it wasn't that, you know, Hey, give me the chance to start or anything. It was more so just like soaking in all the possible information from 
everybody that I possibly could. Yeah. Was there, was there one thing, I mean, yeah, DeGrom, Evaldi, uh, you know, is there one piece of advice that, or one tip that you got from one of these guys? It's just like, Oh man, that completely changed my outlook or how I was doing things. I wouldn't say like one in particular, cause everyone's different. You know, everybody has yeah. a different routine and right. stuff, but just like the main thing is like watching Evaldi, um, DeGrom got obviously battled the injuries stuff sure. like that and Evaldi like there's a stretch he went on where it was like he threw a CG and then his next yeah. start it was like eight and two thirds it was unbelievable it was, like, it was like a month long streak of yeah. I mean he had like a obviously he's an all-star and all that but that one month was the most incredible thing I think I've ever seen hmm. like just like we'd sit in the bullpen and it's just like he's just mowing guys down like it's right it, it, yeah, you it's have the also just like watching watching how he goes about it getting on the ipad you know like oh he threw this pitch to this guy like you know um behind in the count did this you know just like just how he went about his business behind closed doors like bullpens stuff like that is you know it just kind of learned from that just how he he means business and it's, it's right fun to watch yeah, not all leadership is with words, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fantastic. So uh, I think really the, you know, one of the curious things about your situation is um, from the outside, it, it seems a lot like the the additions that you made were less so from, say, Texas or from Kansas City when you arrived and more so with Tread. Um, is that the right perception, you would say? With like the slider? Oh, just like the slider, your velocity increased, just kind of the, your your approach mentality. It, or is yeah. that actually being infused a lot with what the Rangers or the Royals are telling you? No. So I, when I got traded, I, I had my first start with uh, Kansas City or with Omaha. I was in Omaha. Mm -hmm. I gave up like eight hits in the outing and six were to lefties. And yeah. It's like <clears throat> kind of took it to... Um, took it to the pitching coach in, in Omaha and I was just like, Hey, like what's your thoughts on a slider? Like mm -hmm. hey, just something that's, you know, still want it hard. I don't want like a sweeper. I still want something, you know, that's like upper eighties, you know, 80, around 87. Right. Um, but you know, and he was like, let me talk to the guys up top and he talked to them and you know, they were all aboard. And once I got up there and got to talking to them, they said that was one of the things that they wanted to do was add a slider and, Mm -hmm. I kind of just toyed around with some different grips and finally found the grip that was comfortable. Me and the pitching coach in Omaha, you know, he showed me a grip. We toyed with it. And finally it just kind of just through like repetition of throwing it in bullpens and stuff. Uh, yeah. Just kind of got, got comfortable with it and went from there. And then I mean, just, that, that thing is fine tune it. Uh, that thing is ridiculous. Uh, and I mean, especially your embrace of it, not necessarily against lefties, like to righties, you're, you know, because it's a, it's a gyro works a lot better than yeah. a sweeper would into righties. And uh, I, I know this is sounds silly, but like you threw the 6% of the time against righties and a 26% swing strike rate is like absolutely bonkers. You don't <laughs> see that at all. Um, and, uh, I mean, that addition is in your ability to be like, yeah, cool. Two strike counts. Sure. I'm going to throw that slider in down. Yeah. I mean, you threw it <laughs> three quarters of the time when you threw it to a righty, it was in a two strike count, which is just, yeah. yep. You save that pitch and it's super effective. It's I mean, I, cause I mean, prior I had the cutter, but the cutter is just small. So it was like guys were just micro, basically micro adjusting their barrel and smoking the cutter. And it was like, yeah, sure. 
I, I, I got to get something to get just a little more movement, a little more swing and miss, especially with the lefties. It's like, not that I need to get rid of the cutter. Like I, right. I still use the cutter for certain times, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, but the slider was, you know, it, it definitely helped a lot. Like with just getting a little more swing and miss something that I, I, they can't really micro adjust their, their barrel as much to. Well, I mean, that cutter is, um, you save it for righties as you should. Uh, and <laughs> when it comes to, uh, mitigating hard contact, it's one of the best in the majors to right handers. Uh, it's I, like shockingly good at it. Uh, <laughs> And not because it isn't like you look at it and it looks great. It's just like, how does that happen? Right. Uh, that's really effective. No. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I, I just basically st- I still throw the cutter very rarely to a lefty mm-hmm. just as like something. I don't, I don't even know really. It's never like in the, in the, like, Hey, we're going to throw a cutter to this guy. It's more yeah, so sure. like something happens and it's like, all right, I'm going to use a cutter in this situation, the perfect situation, like I don't throw it very much to a lefty anymore, but this is, you know, the situation calls then, you know, kind of bring it out, just give them a different look because if they don't see it very often. Right. Uh, yeah, you, it, it does look like that with that cutter. It's like, cool, let's just get this over the plate. Let's not yeah. really try and pinpoint this down away or, or something along those lines. It's just, Hey, you're thinking it's going to be fast. Well, stays up a little bit. Here's one that dips down. It's different velocity. Just kind of keep them off balance. And yeah, it does look like it's your third most thrown pitch over the the curve and yeah. the change it against lefties. Yeah. Um. But I. Uh, but yeah. I mean, uh, the other stuff I really want to talk about is uh, watching you pitch. It's it's so fun for me because I'm very much about do not give in to the batter. Um. And it's very clear that you're the same way. I mean. I joke about this all the time, but I don't think there's a pitcher in the majors that loves a three-two changeup as much as you do. <laughs> and I love it so much. Guys, got to stop throwing fastballs, and you put that right at the bottom of the zone. I mean, when did you start doing that, embracing the changeup in three-two counts? Honestly, I got to pro ball when I got drafted. I got to pro ball, and in high school, I was like, I was more. I had a changeup, but I was more fastball, curveball. Mm-hmm. Um obviously really big laces on the ball in high school. So it's super easy to kind of, you know, super seams. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I got to pro ball and they wanted me to throw a change up. Mm -hmm. And so I start toying around with it. You know, we do these drills, throw, you know, throw a softball with change up grip. And, and it became it like kind of, I, I caught on to it pretty quick because I lost my curveball. Like I had right. no curveball because the laces got a little smaller. Just sure. I, I don't really know. And so I went through my first in short season. I was essentially fastball changeup. Like mm-hmm. it was like, and my biggest thing was you know fall behind in the count. Like you always hear like you need to be able to throw something other than your fastball when you're behind in a count because right. obviously two zero count a guy's sitting dead red heater and. Yep if you throw it down the middle, it's probably going to go really far. And, uh, so it's like learning, you know, and, and you can still throw the two O heater by all means. It just kind of depends on the guy and you know what the situation calls for and yep. what the score is. But the, uh, no, I just started messing with it and I got more and more comfortable with it. And then it was like, all right, three, two, like super aggressive count for hitters. And it's like they're looking for a heater to 
to you, you know, it's like, I have to throw a strike. So the guy's going to be ready for a strike. And it's like, if I can keep them a hair off balance, if they still make contact, you know, it might not be as hard, might get them to, you know, roll it over, pop it up, something like that. And it's, it's, it's beautiful, it. man. <laughs> I, I dig it so much. Uh, and it really, I think the coolest part about it is, uh, I mean, I guess I'll ask it this way. When I talk to pitchers, sometimes they come into a game and say, cool, this is our game plan. This is, you know, this guy, we're going to be doing this kind of thing. This guy, we're going to do that kind of thing. And then there are others, you know, where we're talking to Pablo, he's very much like, that is my general book, but I will now watch them as they go through the at-bat. I will see how aggressive are they. Are they on that first pitch? Are they passive on it? Are they jumping out of their shoes for a fastball? How do I attack this? And I remember some of these, like watching them, uh, game against the Astros with Jeremy Pena, who all he wanted was a heater. Mm-hmm. And uh, he swings over to the top of a changeup and he throws a cutter inside on the next one. He fouls that off. And then at 0-2, when he's so you know backed up on these, you finally give him the fastball he wants and you blow <laughs> by him. And it's the most satisfying thing in the world. Uh, and I can't even imagine what's going through your head there. And <laughs> that's like a situation of you know, you see the first of bad opinion wanting that heater and then grinding out on that and being, okay, cool. Maybe I got away with that. Is that kind of how you go through the game? Is it more, um, Hey, cool. We just generally know that Pena wants a fastball. So like, let's just yeah. play with that. Um, how much is it before planning or in game? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big, like I write down my own scouting report, um, hmm. prior to my outing. So like I have a notebook, I get a new notebook every year. And it's got oh, that's great. every outing that I make, like the team. And it's just like a, you know, if I face the people like Houston being with Texas, I'd face Houston, you know, a few times. They've seen me. I've seen them. Right. Um, and so it's you learn things about, you know, certain guys. But I'm a big I write my stuff down like a baseline of like, all right, this is, you know, might be fastballs in cutters in, you know, bury the curveballs bury the sliders, like don't leave them in the zone and stuff like that. And, um, so it basically, I get into game. This is one thing that I've like been trying to learn is like making reading swings a little more. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm picking up on, on little things here and there. I'm still learning a lot on that, but it's like, I I've, I've learned a lot over the past year of like picking up more things. Obviously when I first got into the big leagues, in 22 made my debut. I wasn't, it was strictly by the book. What my scouting report, you know, kind of let the catcher, obviously Jonah Heim was catching me, mm-hmm. um, in my debut. And so it's like, I'm, I'm letting him do it. And, and for the most part, you know, like the, I've, I've been, I've had some great catchers, um, with Texas and Kansas city. And so yeah. it's, it's, we go over our, our report, pregame and then you know in between innings we also talk it's like hey like this guy's not supposed to be aggressive but he's being super aggressive today mm-hmm. and it's like um like i think there was an outing uh with kansas city i threw against in boston and oh yeah oh man faced- that was the august 2nd start oh i whew, that was that was one of the most fun <laughs> games of the year man the uh but casas is not supposed to be aggressive Mm. And he ended up being super aggressive in his first AB. Like, I think I threw him a first pitch heater. It was supposed to be away and it leaked like middle in and he absolutely hammered it. And I was yeah. like, all right. Like he's, I mean, granted, you know, middle ish, middle fastball, like 
All right, second AB, I think I threw him. Uh, what did I throw him? First pitch curveball, I think, mm-hmm. and he swung. And I was like, all right, I was like, what is going on? Like this guy's <laughs> not supposed to be aggressive. And so it just right. kind of like I start picking up on little things, and it's like, all right, well then this next at bat, I'm going to do this. Or, you know, we brainstorm with pitching coaches and the catcher in the dugout. It's kind of like, Hey, like we're seeing this, you know, they might, they might see something that I'm doing and they're like, Hey, you know, give me a little pointer or something like that. Or, right. You know, just kind of, it's like a continuous brainstorming of like us just, you know, making little game plans in between each, each innings. Like, Hey, we're going to do this, is the first pitch to this guy. This is the first pitch to this guy, basically the first three batters of the inning. That way it's just kind of, you know, we know what we're doing the first pitch and then we'll feed everything else off of that, depending on what happens with that first pitch. Yeah. That first pitch is really the hardest one because that's where they start to give their hand of what they're trying to do. Oh man. Uh, And when you guys are are doing this game plan, um, there are a lot of different ways that pitchers can assess hitters, Mm -hmm. right? I've heard from before of saying, cool, what is, you know, the very basics are like the MLB, the show heat maps, right? Yeah. Um, which I'm not a big fan of personally because mm-hmm. of just the samples of that, the context of those. That's only in play. It's there's right. a lot of noise involved in that. Um, but there's things like uh, swing aggression in certain counts. Uh, what are they looking at uh, for certain ones? Is there a certain grouping or certain areas in particular that you focus on more when it comes to game prep? I, I so I do look at the heat maps a little bit uh, with mm-hmm. um, just to see where like damages and swing and yeah. miss is. So I'll look at like all right, their damages here, their swing and misses here, their ground ball percentage is super high with this pitch in this oh, location. Nice. In case yeah. it's like, in case it's I, hey, I need a ground ball here. Like right. I, I've had a long inning, I I, I need some quick outs, like yep. something like that. Um, but I also watch just video. Like I'll get on the iPad nice. um, and just, you know, it, it's basically like, all right, who's a lefty that has faced this team prior in the year that I can remember, you know, had a pretty good start against them. So it was like going into Houston at the end of the year with Kansas City. Like obviously I faced them, but I still, I do my homework every time. Like I had back-to-back starts against them. And I still did yeah. in between. It's like, all right, watching my outing, what did I not do good? What did sure. I do well? You know, but going into the first start against him, I think uh, Blake Snell had thrown against him a f- like within like the last like week or two. And I mean, lefty, you know, similar velo. It's like, obviously he uses his curveball a lot and mm-hmm. it's an absolute banger. Um, but just like kind of watching how he pitch guys, and stuff and it's just trying to you know find guys with similar stuff like if it's like a lefty that throws nothing but sinkers i don't watch it i just want to see it doesn't matter i just want to see lefty four seams like i think john means had just thrown against him as well which he's a big sure. fastball changeup guy and so it was like all right where when's he using his changeup where's he throwing his fastball um just kind of you know i'll just go through and watch their starts and get little ideas and stuff like that I think that's great that you're also saying, look, I don't want to just see everyone. I want to see specifically something that matches me as close as possible yeah. so I can get a good sense of it. Right. Yeah. No sinkers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I would normally I'm someone that believes in the sinker only when it's same handedness. Yeah. And you don't need that because as a lefty with that slider, it's like, oh, that's fine. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to like waste time <laughs> trying to perfect this one pitch inside uh, to a lefty. Um, now, it's also curious. I mentioned Blake Snell because I often compare the two of you as 
guys that, you know, maybe it's a little bit higher walk rates than the average, but that's okay. That's kind of part of the design. Yeah. Um, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong there, but I mean, I, I remember even watching like the Cardinals start, um, where, uh, I believe it was the Cardinals start where essentially it was like maybe your second one, maybe after Fenway. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was, that was a rougher one, but mm-hmm. it was also one where you, you still didn't give in. Yeah. You, know, you still be like, cool. Okay. I will take my walks. That's okay. Instead of putting that pitch over the plate. And I mean, is that really what's going through your head a ton of just like, you know, what, I'm not going to settle. I'm going to try and make that best pitch every time. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes I have tendency to just like start trying to, um, almost like make a perfect pitch mm-hmm. instead of just trusting my stuff. Sure. It's like, sometimes I just need to do more so of like, you know, if it's, it, just trust my, I have a game plan going into that against this batter. Like just trust my game plan, you know, attack them. Like the biggest thing, like you watch some of the guys, like somebody that I, I thoroughly enjoy watching it. He's right-handed, but I mean, Garrett Cole every year is like 200 innings every single year. Like it's, (laughs) it's, I've watched highlight videos on uh, YouTube of him. Like it's he, it's just like watching guys like that. Like he never gives in. He's just a t- full attack mode all the time. And he's like, basically like my stuff is better than anybody. I don't care who's in the box. Like and he just goes at him. And that's right. essentially why he's getting to throw seven, eight, nine innings so much during the year and get to that 200 plus inning mark every year. And it's like, it's, it's incredible. So it's more so I, I have tendency to, you know, where it's try to make too perfect of a pitch instead of just being like, here you go. Like hit me, like try it. Yeah. You right. Know? You know what it's I mean? I, Luke Weaver would, uh, would talk about that with Scherzer. Yeah. Um, where he was actually the game in the moment, uh, doing exactly that. Yeah. We've, I know we've really well. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, I would love to just kind of go over this game a bit with you. Uh, this yeah. is an interesting one specifically for me because it's you're clearly in the zone right from the get-go. Uh, and I would love to just kind of walk through it with you and just also, you know, when it comes to each of your pitches as they come up, just what you're thinking and trying to attack with each. Yeah. Um, and that's that's fun for me. Is just to see how you're doing this game plan, how you're executing it. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, we have this one here against the uh, against the the Chicago White Sox, and you start out uh, just pumping 98. That uh, I know it stuttered a little bit there, but this is Tim Anderson swinging out of his shoes, and for whatever reason, it's incredibly stuttering. So I'm going to try and fix that now. <laughs> um, but I. Uh, you know this about Tim Anderson. He has a high swing aggression, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I mean, I assume that's just what your game plan is. Just like pump these in as much as I can. Yeah, like he's a big contact guy. Like I know he's got, you know, he's previous years he's hit over 300. Like I actually, this is the, I hadn't faced the White Sox since this is who I made my debut against in Texas. Oh, wow. So Tim Anderson <laughs> was the first guy I've ever faced in the big leagues. And, uh, pretty sure he swung at the first pitch I ever threw in the big leagues and fouled it off. And so I was like, I, I knew he's, you know, high contact guy, pretty aggressive, you know, looking to just get on base. He can run a little bit. Um, so it was more so just like, see what happens. Like it's, it's nobody's on, like, I don't, I don't, he's not really like a big power guy. So it was more so like, 
he's a gap to gap guy. I feel right. like it's like where he, he does this damage. Yeah. And uh, so it's just kind of attack and see what happens. I think he was one of the last guys to get a home run last year. So uh, very, very true about that. Uh, so continuing on, uh, oh, I went back. Of course I did. Uh, <laughs> I won one here. And now you're going inside. Uh, and it's 96. Uh, for some reason, it's stuttering as it goes. But the the movement on that one, I remember watching it before, is a dip. It's almost as if that's the cutter, but that's too hard to be 96, right? I had a all right, so I had a couple cutters last year get up to like around 90, 95, I think. I don't know right. if that was a cutter right there. I know that our game plan was to go in, and it, the cutter in was really good against them, I'm pretty sure, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. so. But I don't – usually my fastball will have a hair run. Sure. I mean, yeah, well, right, absolutely run away. And it's actually – what's what's kind of interesting about that here is it's a fantastic one. It's not the – the most IVB one that I've seen. Yeah. Um, but actually, correct me if I'm wrong. I saw the I saw you doing some trade athletics work, and it looked like you were getting more vert on that four seamer this off season. Is that right? Uh, I mean, I've been. It's not really something that I've like. I think last year I averaged like 17, mm-hmm. and it's like you know I listened to little tips and stuff from like guys that have talked to you know other guys, and it's like hey, like. If you think this when you throw it, like it usually helps, like kind of backspin your ball and get a little more ride with it and stuff like sure. that. So it's, I toy around with stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's never like a, hey, like I'm focusing solely on, you know, vert this offseason or something. Yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, so one, two, uh, you're coming back in. Uh, <laughs> and now you're throwing it to 100 and you're trying to get that inside. I, uh, are you imagining that he didn't swing at this one because he was looking for off speed at one two? Uh I just think it was up and arm side. I think if mm-hmm. I got it a little down a hair, yeah, I, I think I get a swing yeah. or he just freezes him obviously in. But I mean, it was one two. It was one two. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna, you know, basically just try to throw this middle up and see what happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the rare times that you threw a hundred the entire year. I think. Right. Yeah. There was a lot of like. There's a lot of like 99.5 to 99.8. Mm-hmm. So it's like round up. I, I think honestly, the only time I hit like a true like 100.0 plus was Oakland. I had like a oh, 101.0. Um, There's a ball, but I was. Yeah, whatever like, you hit. It was, it. Like, it was like 02, <laughs> nobody on. Yeah, right. I mean, that's the moment no, you're like, okay, let's just see fun. what happens. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, what, what is that like for you when that happens? You know, when, when that kicks in, I, uh, I mean, you must've been feeling great that day in Chicago or actually in Kansas city hosting Chicago. Yeah. Sometimes I come out of the gate. I, I like get back in the dugout and I'm like, I need to like take a step back and like, mm. I, I'm, I'm letting it fly a little too much. Like I'm, right. I feel like I'm out of breath. I need to, you know, relax a little bit. Um, yeah, did you did you feel that there was a bit more adrenaline for you last year than usual? Just because, hey, here you are, you finally get to have every five days be a starter. I'm a big. I get super nervous before every start. Is that right? No matter, it, no matter where I am, like it could be, you know, double A, triple A, the big leagues. Like I, I'm a big nervous guy. Like I have to wake wake up and immediately eat my breakfast pretty quick. <laughs> And then it's like throughout the day, I just eat little snacks because I just uh-huh. can't sit down and eat a meal. Like I just, that's amazing. I, I get butterflies. Like it's, 
I, it, I, I, it, I like walk like out excited energy or is it just oh man i don't know it's it's like the like uh like i'm i'm ready to go yeah it's just like it's 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 the day that i've worked for you know the past five days like this is the day right right it's right. just like uh i don't know i just get nervous i like mm-hmm. i'll go sit in the bullpen like five to ten minutes before i need to start getting loose just to like kind of soak it in and breathe mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and like kind of get myself to you know relax a little bit and then once oh. I, you know, once I get on the mound, it's, I'm good. It's just like yeah. the, the buildup of getting to the game that day. No, I, I completely understand. It's like all you can think about and you're so excited. It's almost like it's Christmas day each day Yeah, and yeah. it's, uh, and that can overcome. And it's interesting <laughs> when you hear about like, uh, being anxious or nervous, it doesn't, it's not necessarily about fear of failure. It's just more of, uh, just, this is the thing you're focused on. It's yeah. just all consuming. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, all right, so here we go. 100 here. I would imagine it's got to be some off-speed pitch down and in now. Uh, you're trying to get the slider, I assume, yeah. down. And you see that he fouls it off up and in. And rem- Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if I remember right, this game, I left a lot of stuff. Like, I was leaving heater, like, fastballs, like, up and arm side, and I my slider. Like, I got, not saying the whole outing, but, like, there was more than I felt like in previous outings. Like, I was, like, leaving it. You know, my misses were up and arm side instead of, you know, like down. It was mm-hmm. stuff like that, if I remember right. Right. Uh, and, you know, it's actually kind of interesting, too, is you're talking about the, um, you know, reading the batters as you go and what they mean. Uh, I, I, I'm i obsessed with this. I feel like this is like mm-hmm. the lost art of the game a bit is that there's so much that is the pregame work. And the guys like Yadier Merlina, what he was so good at was reading the batters as it happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And so much so that uh, I was talking to, uh, you know, I was talking to a club and they had me write out my own book of just like, this is what all this means, kind of, because I'm obsessed with it and things like that. So you see a high and tight slider that, I mean, it's a little bit out and over. He's doing a very defensive swing on it and seeing a defensive swing on a slider like that kind of tells me that he wasn't really locked in on one. Yeah. Um, especially being that late on it. If he's thinking slower off speed, I mean, he's pulling that thing then. I would assume um, a guy like him, two strikes. I don't, I haven't thrown him one yet. He's probably looking something change up out over. Sure. Uh, I, I know I've thrown him quite a, like I've threw him a few the first time I ever faced him. Um, so it's, I mean, he's he's been around for a little bit. He he knows too. Like, he, sure, yeah. I'm sure he's done his homework. Right. So let's see. So so one two uh, fouled off. I probably just missed it. I did uh, two two coming. And do you go back to it? And I dig that approach. I mean, that that's something I I, I point out as a positive a lot when I see uh, guys m- not necessarily execute exactly what they want the first time, and instead of going to something else, you know, you think, no, I got to execute this thing. Yeah. I can if I do it right. I'm going to do it. It's also the best time to do it because you just threw it incorrectly, and now you have that fresh in your mind that you can make all those adjustments. Um, yeah. I love this. It, uh, like I see up an arm side a little bit right there. Sure, but I mean, it's still the mentality. Of, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. That brute force that threw. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he wasn't looking for it, right? Like yeah. uh, he's he's wanting something else. Realizes last moment that maybe it might come back over the plate, so he's got to swing at it. Um, and uh, I love the fact that, by the way, it says Jimenez and Bomb left. They've just completely skipped over uh, something for some reason. 
uh, with this one. You miss away uh, 1-0 with a, with a heater. And it's a part of me that always says, oh, man, you miss a fastball away like that. You have him beat with a cutter inside now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious, actually, if that's what you go with here. Oh, you try and go with... Yeah, I think, I think a curveball. Oh, was that a curveball? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and earlier on, correct me if I'm wrong, you relied more on that curveball before you had the slider, right? Yeah, so it was just more so like a comfort thing. Like I've been trying to get comfortable with the uh, with the curveball, and like as the year went on, I got a little more and more comfortable with it. But before the before I had the slider, it was either I either throw a cutter or a curveball if I wanted mm-hmm. some spin. Obviously, right? Um, yeah, right. But and- still, kind of, I don't know. I was not very comfortable with the curveball. I finally found a grip that I was comfortable with like last off season. And so it was like, I was getting more use, I guess started to which, use it. Which one is that? I used to do the, um, the Zito version, which I put the seams between my index. So I just and, spike uh, it. I, uh, so you, yours is a proper knuckle curve. Yeah. Here, hang on. I have a ball yeah. right here. <laughs> so like for me, uh, I used to do thumb on the inside of the bottom seam all index finger, not the pop the gun that would do the middle finger going up. Uh, and then some guys love to do the thumb underneath the seam to try and get extra spin that turns over. It just always felt so abnormal to me. And I can never do the knuckle. It's just yeah, so too weird I, for me. I'm like, uh, here, here's like the seam. And then. I guess oh, yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. So, so like as you're releasing this, you're flicking out. So fingers. like basically like my whole thought process with my curveball is like I talked to uh I was actually last spring training I was talking to Jack Leiter mm-hmm. we'd both just thrown a bullpen and I had finished a little bit before him and I was watching him throw and I mean stuff is el- absolutely electric and right has a really good curveball and I was like you know what's what's your thought process when you're throwing the, your curveball like it's like Yours is super consistent of like, you know, the spin and how the shape of it is. And, you know, it's always popping out kind of like, like your heater and going down. And he's like, basically, and once he said it, it really like, I was like, wow, like it makes a lot of sense. And then I started watching guys and I'm like, all the guys with big, like with good curveballs, if you slow it down, they're kind of doing the same thing. And it's basically like my thought process is like when I'm throwing it is like, basically throw it with the front of my wrist, even though I'm never, I'm really never going to get, I'm never going to throw it like this. Like it's never right. gonna come out like yeah. this, but that thought process just gets me to the front of the ball to where I can sure. pull and, you know, get the right. spin and shape I want. And for me, it was always just, Hey, karate chop to my left ankle. Yeah. Uh, like think fastball up to here and then you leave with your pinky down like that. And that would allow me to get that side of it i would never that would make sure i wouldn't wouldn't completely go like this or turn right. over um pronate or supinate too much uh and that that's the way i used to do it and i can't i can't imagine how I, people tried to teach me that one too uh, of flicking it out and i just nope and having that as a base every, even. yeah <laughs> i've gone through every curveball grip I, like <laughs> one day one will work and then it, and it finally i got this one with that thought process and yeah it, like, it worked you know and and what was the uh, the slider grip that you learned as well? So it's literally I'm trying to um, like if here's my curveball, right. all I'm doing is taking it and it's like uh yes. So actually, it's, like, it's even so, close to like a yeah right. So you're taking like a four seamer and until yeah. So it. like essentially, so like my cutter would be my cutter would just be offset four seam. Like mm-hmm. here's my four seam. Here's my cutter. Yep. 
And then this one is like the balls just turn the other way and I'm going, all I'm trying to do is like put my middle finger is like hooked into yep. this, like, uh, yeah, right into the, the middle yeah, of the stick. And I'm just trying to yeah. like rip down the side of the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, right. That's, that's because you're seeing more on top of that one yeah. as opposed to getting around it like the sweeper would. Yeah. Um, that's why you have all that good gyro on it, which is beautiful. Uh, and it's so important that you have that as opposed to the sweep because the cutter, it, it just completely separates. Yeah. Um, oh, it makes it so deadly. Uh, thanks for that. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's continue here. Um, we have 2-0 now. And you're like, all right, fine. I'm not even going to play around. This is what we're talking about with the different types of batters. Here you're thinking just, no, I'm just going to let it rip inside the zone as best yeah. I can. I uh, gained a two one and now you feel like I think you can be more in attack mode and he just gives you a gift. I mean, I I always loved seeing a guy square around. Yeah. Uh, I imagine you felt athletic enough. Like sure. I'll feel the bunt. I've done this forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, totally yeah. Fine. I mean, I, I want to say Rimmelard's pretty quick guy mm-hmm. and I'm falling to third base side. So I think he's trying to push it past me to, so towards first base yeah or so. yeah so then it's kind of in that no man's land and he's quick so it's try to you know just right get on base it's it's also a feeling of like i don't know it gave always gave me confidence because they're trying this is the only way they can beat me yeah. you know is this old old school way of doing that so so here you are two two after seeing him kind of fail at those two uh fastballs yeah you throw another one past them i mean that's pretty straightforward it's like I threw you two fastballs. Yeah. You did nothing with them. Like, show me that you can. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, like I'm gonna, you know, throw this until you prove right. me otherwise. I guess is sometimes my thought mentality. Like, if it's working, yeah. I'm gonna keep trying it until, you know, we well, see we see it. what happens. <laughs> yeah, and also you throw like 99. It's like okay, cool. I'm just, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now now against Eloy, the general thought process: you see a big boy, you throw spin. You don't throw a fastball first pitch. Just with two outs. You don't want him to just kind of mess you up. He's got a, a lot of power, right? Uh, so with this, is this like cutter first normally? Um, I th- want to say with him, it was just like go in. Sure. Like, four seams in, cutters in. Hey, oh cutter God. first. Oh, I got you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, one I think I'd change up maybe oh it nope, looks like they did one. a second one yeah and you got the yeah. call of fortune of yeah. that one um but again like you missed on the first one i love the fact that you're doubling up like you're not yeah. afraid to go back to it. you're like well, no, the I'm thing that with the cutter right there is like if i get it in there it's he's you know it's it's far enough in. i feel like it kind of can't get extended on it oh yeah so oh absolutely you know see what see uh, what happens i mean i i don't think it, it's so rare to see a uh, a lefty get beat on a cutter inside, especially above ninety. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Wade Miley's made a career out of this. Yeah. Um, and especially, I mean, honestly, like I often call you the unicorn just because you have like the Wade Miley approach of changeups away and then uh, the the cutter inside. You have ninety nine upstairs too. You have this the gyro slider down and away. You also have a curveball you throw for strikes, like. It's it's a lot. It's an amalgamation of a well, cool. Let's make our favorite pitcher. Um, <laughs> so, so the fact that you're utilizing all of these and doing it with uh, with confidence, you know, um, I love it. And it's like, yeah, have a ten percent walk rate if you need to. It's fine. No. You're gonna have like a super low hit rate, and that's great. Uh, huge fan. Um, 
Uh, yeah, someone teach David Peterson how to throw a cutter. They say, oh, so that must have been the change up there. Yeah, there uh, it is. Yeah. Wow. So that that looked like it had more horizontal than I'm used to from it. Yeah. Sometimes I would. There was a few I threw this year that I kind of surprised myself. <laughs> like That's it, a great it's feeling. because like m- majority of the time, like my changeup's not a big like movement profile. It's not like it's like low, super low vert and a lot of horizontal. It's more so like a big velo difference. Like I mm-hmm. still get a, you know a g- decent amount of movement, but there was a few this year that I threw that I was like. I don't know if I turned it over a little harder or, you know, the weather, you know, wind, wind plays an effect on the, uh, the change up, you know? So I, I don't know, but that was a cool one. I'll I'll take them. I'll take them when I can get them. And you see that too. Yeah. I mean, like you can't give him a heater now. Yeah. Like he is, I I mean, you throw, I honestly have no idea what I did right here. I might give him a heater. in. Oh, you actually, you did. Okay. Uh, it was yeah, supposed to be him. in. It was supposed to be in, which right. I like that just because I got him to chase so far off. It's like he's looking so far out there if he's chasing yeah. that changeup. That, yeah, that makes sense. If I can get my, you know, 96, 97 to the inner third of the plate, it's, right. it's you know, I, I feel like I can beat him or if anything, he's going to hit a ground ball soft sure. pop up because I've got him looking so far out over. And are you someone that saves things through the through the game? Like, hey, I have a slider, but I don't want to show that in the first inning. Depends on who it is. Okay. So, like, certain guys, I will try my best to save a certain pitch. Like, whether that be the slider, it's like, you know, hey, I'm going to wait till maybe I'm facing this guy in, like, the sixth or seventh inning with a guy in scoring position, and I need a punch you, like, really bad. It's like, right, then I can right. break out that slider or something to get the swing and miss and they haven't seen it you know all afternoon right so i mean so like for example zach gallon says look first inning think like a closer i don't care i i show everything now and then that means that they're thinking about the rest of the way pablo is like that as well uh what i'm hearing correct me if i'm wrong is that like you know what i don't want to if i don't have to in that first inning yeah so it's like it i majority of the time i'm like you know i'm kind of the same way like i'll i'll throw everything in the first inning but there's certain guys that it's like for instance like uh jordan alvarez is mm-hmm. one of the best hitters i think i've ever faced yeah I mean, like sometimes that i have a game plan against him and i'm like all right i'm gonna you know this is my game plan today and I'm going to try to save something for later on or you know maybe a second or third at bat just to see, you know, what, what happens or, you know, I'm going to try, I tried this last time, you know, last time I faced him, I tried, you know, maybe a previous outing. I tried this and yeah, it worked all right for one of the at-bats with the other two, not as well. And then it's like, all right, well this start, I'm going to go this direction and save what I did last time. Until maybe, you know, later in the game, if I really need it, it's like, all right, as long as I execute it, I'm good. But he hasn't right. seen this way of attacking him, stuff like that. And, yeah. And he, but he's also, I don't he's even so know, good. he's incredible. <laughs> is, you know, the one the one weakness that people say that he has, and which I generally do see too, is kind of funny, is, what do you know, a sinker inside yeah. uh, from a lefty, which is why Robbie he's Ray just, showed up in that game and unfortunately did not work out well back in he, 2022 i just feel like he covers the plate so well like you yeah. said you know you have to have you have to execute with him it's it's almost fun to like game plan 
Oh like, yeah. I like that because then it's like, all right, like this is what he's done all year. Like really good hitter, obviously. And you know, that's the challenge. And yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. So. That's the, yeah, that's the best part. That's what we all look forward to too. You know, like Otani versus trout, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, I actually love this. Uh, I know it's cool. You missed the curveball, whatever, but is there that mentality that you have of, all right, I didn't quite have my curveball in the previous inning. I want to see early in this one if I have it. Yeah. So it's like a lot of times, like I, when, when we're brainstorming in the dugout and stuff, it's like, you know, let's see if we can maybe get the curveball going. Like, let's try to get a OO, right. just get the feeling floated in there for a strike, you know, see what happens. And then, because all it might take is like one or two for a strike. And then all of a sudden it clicks, the feeling clicks. Yep. And it's like, all right, well, now I can, you know, kind of run with it. Sure. And is there a certain th- thing that goes through your head when you when you miss it like that is it first like okay you gotta keep my shoulder closed is it try and get out uh, in front of it uh, i think it's more head? so i get to my toe a little early and then it causes me to kind of get a hair cross bodied which mm-hmm. makes me want to like fight backwards and then everything yeah. just you know kind of releasing behind me so it's yeah that makes sense you uh, know trying to trying to find something that's a mental cue that's like hey all right this is what you want to feel like, try this. And, you know, there's a few things that I've picked up on over the, you know, last, I, I'd say towards the end of the season and over the off season, like playing catch, it's like, all right, like this is what I feel. But if I do this, try to feel this, it kind of puts everything back in line. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah. the, that's the fun of it is like, okay, what are those little micro adjustments? There's a quote of Clint Kershaw. Being like his teammates were just so intimidated because uh, they would miss a pitch or something. He says, "Why don't you just do this? Like, why, why, you know, make yeah. the make the adjustment <laughs> to pitch it here." And they go, "What? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, but like, I don't know how to do that." And Chris is like, "Well, I know how to do that. You just do this thing." Yeah, uh, he's and that's, uh, that's a special player. Right there. <laughs> I've never got to see him play pitch in person. Uh, he's something. So. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So after after that one, by the way, that early curveball in the zone is what we call free real estate because you'll always get a cold strike on it. Yeah. Uh, that that looks like a cutter inside, and you see the aggression again, which says that you can continue to beat him with off speed. And there you go. You get the curveball in there, even though it's one one in yeah. know, middle middle doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's swinging a like a look. yeah yeah. And this tells me personally at poor Salvi, it looks like if that is Salvi behind the plate. Freddie. Isn't uh yeah, he just got took the brunt of that. Uh but I mean with this aggression from Vaughn, I would think it would be the changeup now. Um or the slider, one of the two out of the zone. I uh, right? Would that be the game plan here? I honestly I don't know what I throw right here. It might be heater up, maybe? Cutter in. Uh, so so that was yeah, that was oh, a fast no, heater up. It was supposed yeah. to be yeah, right. And him fouling that off to me says like all right. I think on. I throw him a change up like almost in the other batter's box, and he like hits a ground ball to first base. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> uh, so one two, you try and go back inside with it. Oh, a cutter that time, which I I love that I, call. Yeah, that was a I that's a good pitch. I don't yeah, I love that it. pitch at all. Oh man. Uh, and you see that he's uh, that's that one again. Let's see here, two two, going back to the heater, and he's back still on it. And seeing, yeah, th- that's not a bad spot whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and then fouling it off, it's like okay, you have to change the speed now. I would think. Uh, you try the curveball, 
Yeah, I'm probably shouting at this point, like change up or slider uh, inside this bar in LA as I watch this game. Oh, yeah, there's a change up again. Horizontal yeah, goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, like, yeah, you, that one was not one that you got on top of, and he's just, he just wanted yeah. a heater so badly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you haven't joined your slider yet in this game. And you just blow 95 or, or 96 or however what that was. That's just amazing against Mankata. <laughs> Uh, fastball upstairs, and you see that aggression again. Um, are you thinking like you see that out of the zone? There is your yeah. thought process first. Cool, I'll do it again because he's wants to swing at that. Or are you thinking, no, I got to change eye level or change speeds now because he's sewing on that? I mean, I I could go. I feel like either way with I could try to a slider right here. I could try you know slider back foot change up down and away. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what I do right here. I think I end up, I think to finish this at bat though, I think I get him looking on a heater away. I like mm. double up on two heaters away. He fouls. He like takes one or fouls one off, I think. And then I mm-hmm. get one, a, a like good pitch away and he, it freezes him. So, Bye. yeah, so this is going to be the last at bat because we're coming across the top of the hour, which is painful, but I would do this for hours with you. Uh, <laughs> if, if you would have me, um, but I, uh, the, the interesting part about O2 counts for me is you are really, uh, you're making a decision for the next two pitches often, yeah. right? Because if you go a fastball up here and he either fouls it off or he takes it, it's really hard to double up again yeah. on that one. And it's kind of then also telling that, hey, cool. Uh, because like if you double up again, you've seen, you've shown it to him so many times, he's, he's there with it. Mm-hmm. But then if he's also thinking something slower, it's a little bit more telling that you would go for that next as well. Yeah. So, well, so it's, O2, uh, right, yeah. I've, I've thrown two heaters. It's kind of like nobody on O2. I kind of have, mm-hmm. I have an open slate to kind of go whichever direction I really am. Essentially, what pitch do I feel like I can execute the best right now? And, you know, it's like three pitches or less, you know, gone, next batter. It's, it's something like that. That way you kind of save pitches. Right. It doesn't always work like that, yeah. you know. That's like, the pirate's mentality. That, yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's like I, I I put that in my head. I'm like three pitches or less. Like, I mean, you know, kind of see what happens. Like just attack. Right. So Absolutely. I uh, my my theory of this is you throw two if you throw two secondaries out of the zone here down, you get them. You know, just it's okay no. if he doesn't take the first one, but if he doesn't go after the first one, it does not mean he's not gonna go after the second one. Right. And you're, and especially with the way that he's showcasing, I want a heater. It's just, it's, it's obvious in my book. So, so you have that slider. And again, if he's looking slider no two there, that's not fouling off. Yeah. Right. I, uh, so I'm like, oh, just get it lower. Like, that's probably yeah. what I'm saying here. I think I go change up right here. Maybe. Yeah. That's such a good pitch, though. Oh. Like, that's, a, I, I see, I'm completely fine at O2. If that's my miss, I mean, right. That's so I'm good. A, I'm in a good spot. Right. In my opinion. So then, right. So you make the you can make the decision of of spotting a heater back there. He fouls a f- heater off there. So again, to me, that's him still on it. And then he takes a fastball away, like it's probably laning it up on the changeup. Yeah. Um, and you were able to freeze him there. I uh, oh man, this has been incredible, Cole. I can't thank you enough for for taking the time with us. I'd be yeah, remiss no, if I didn't. If I didn't tell you that I have this sent to you at, <laughs> uh, at Tread right now, right. Uh, I send you a copy of these. If you didn't know, we have a phrase, Ace is going to ace. 
uh, on our site for a great picture. So of course, AGA <laughs> is, awesome. is highlighted here. Oh, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I sent them those way, uh, some of those uh, to tread. So hopefully you're able to get one there. Sure. Uh, thank you. Make sure you do. Um, but yeah, really, thank you so much, man, for taking the time with us. This yeah, is awesome. No, anytime. And, uh, I've enjoyed it. This is this is awesome. uh, talking shop with you has been incredible. Um, yeah, no, we'll have to yeah. uh, do it again, maybe later in the season on an off day or something like that. That so, would be incredible. I would love to do yeah. that. Uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah, sounds uh, good. All right. Thank you so much, Cole. Yeah, thank you.